need one stitch of this color in this square. And then you're done with that color and you have to get a new color. And oh, we do that about 22 times in this square alone. So, and I'm like, great, <laughs> great. That's, that's good to know. Like, <laughs> and these are 10 by 10 squares. So this is like a hundred stitches in one square. Just the one stitch, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll tell you what you can do with that fucking It actually uses when it uses black floss. Even after I've stitched it, I can't fucking see the black floss. Like, did I do it correctly or <laughs> did I do it at all? Yeah, did I hallucinate? I can't see Am shit. Am I gaslighting myself? Yeah, I can't really <laughs> feel it. Like, nothing. Just all right. I guess we'll just find out later. <laughs> Hi, sweet baby. What are you doing? You. Getting neglected. Yeah. Oh, neglected. Oh, is your life really hard? I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike already gave us the title. Oh, what is it? <laughs> Banana sandwiches. Banana sandwiches. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Banana sandwiches. Banana sandwiches. Oh, fuck. Well, good night. see a minute to finish chewing yep. his nuggies. <laughs> Banana sandwiches. Yep. <laughs> I can write that down. <laughs> Even though I was obviously there for it when I saw Justice for a Storefront, I just <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Oh, god damn. Hi, kids. It's Candy Coated Razor Blades. I'm your host, Bob. And uh, I there is trivia about this movie that makes me watch it in a whole new way. And here are my co-hosts, RC and Stephanie. Please introduce yourselves. Hi, everyone. I'm RC, and I just want to stay away from wires for the rest of forever. <laughs> forever. Yeah. And I'm Stephanie, and I couldn't. I could talk about this movie all day. Oh, yeah. That's one of my faves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good one. We're talking audition this week. I've been waiting to do this one, but I, available on Shutter. Available on Shutter. Yes. I also have the DVD downstairs because I'm that kind of dork. Um, this is Takashi Miike's 
masterpiece. Yes. Oh my God, Takashi Miike. Uh, Takashi Miike is known for Ichi the Killer, Gozu, 13 Assassins, uh, and the imprint episode of Masters of Horror, which never got aired. Right. It was in the DVD collections, but they would not air it on Showtime. Yes. Uh, oh, also, the fucking live action Ace Attorney movie. Oh. Yeah. I do. <laughs> Mike, what was the name of that Miike movie we watched that was like Samurais and like it was black and white? It was like a recent one he did. Something about 13 Swords. That 13 like that. Assassins? Was it 13 Assassins? Yeah. Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. It was like not what I was expecting from Mike, but it was still bloody as hell. Oh, yeah. 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 So uh, this was based on a novel by Ryu Murakami. Uh, it stars Eihi Shina as Asami Yamazaki. Uh, she's known for uh, Tokyo Gore Police, Hell Driver, and a sh- uh, a movie called The Profane Exhibit in a segment called The Hell Chef, which I now need to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ryo Ishibashi as uh, Shigeharu Aoyama, uh, Suicide Club, Audition, The Grudge 1 and 2. Uh, I don't have, like, other movies for the rest of the cast, but we'll go through them. Uh, Jun Kunimura as uh, Yasuhisa Yoshikawa. Tetsu Sawaki as uh, Aoyama's son, Shigehiko. Uh, Miyuki Matsuda as Ryoko Aoyama. That's uh, uh, Shigeharu's dead wife. Yes. Yeah. Um, Toshi Nagishi as Rie. Uh, Shigeru Saiki as Toastmaster. Uh, Ken Mitsuishi as the director. Ren Oshugi as Shimada. And Renji Ishibashi as the old man in the wheelchair, who does not have a name. And... <laughs> Wow. I'm cool with him not having I am a name. absolutely cool with him not having a name. <laughs> I don't need to know nothing about him. You don't him. deserve nothing. <laughs> um, so yeah, Odishan, um, before we go into this, mm-hmm. Mike is a freaking god. He's a god and a demon. Right. <laughs> absolutely. No, He's fucking nuts. If you've never watched any of Mike's work, uh, each of the killers, number one. Uh-huh. Absolutely well, must watch yeah. that. Um, but then, like I said, you want to watch Imprint from yes. Masters of Horror. Um, and then you want to watch uh, literally anything else he does. Yeah. Um, one that's one that you can find relatively often on streaming is um, Visitor Q. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is another one of his. Um, I have not seen it, but my I remember when I first like 15 years ago I first saw audition and my two friends that were like my horror movie buds that we would like weekly meet up and watch it. Mm-hmm. They watched it and I heard about like six inch nipples and I said, I don't need to see it. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, well, yeah, I don't know what it really happened in it. All I remember is just six inch nipples. They never watched it. <laughs> They never watched it. Your friends lied to you. They were afraid to watch Audition. No, they watched Audition. I'm talking about Visitor Q. Oh, okay. See, I haven't seen Visitor Q yet, so I don't know. Yeah. But but, uh, no, Audition is actually going to be second on that list of things you must watch by Takashi Mm -hmm. Miike. Um, It is kind of the godfather of torture porn. Uh, Eli Roth referenced it for Hostel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. fucking Quentin Tarantino referenced it for Kill Bill. Mm -hmm. Just so many directors have been influenced by this movie alone. 
by Mike mm-hmm. that you know this is just this should just be in any horror fan's closet. Just there you go. Mm-hmm. This movie for a long time was a litmus test for me for people because I tend to be the horror maven with my friends. If they feel like watching a horror movie, they will ask me what they should watch. And so if I if if you ask me the wrong question, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you ask me something <laughs> like like my my friend um Michael, uh he he was I was educating him and he's like, "Okay, I really want to watch something something like super good stuff, like something super fucked up, but like a well-made movie. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I will show you this. Um, invite whoever you want, but know that it's fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just know that. And it is the slowest of burns. Yes. That's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. I love watching audition with someone who's never seen it because almost to a T, the same thing happens. <sighs> okay. So like, is it what's gonna? I don't. Nothing's mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Nothing's <laughs> happening. Except that it is. And yeah. then we get to the bag, <laughs> <laughs> and then their whole life changes. <laughs> and I'm like, before your very eyes, <laughs> <laughs> you asked me, and I delivered to Fucking you. Fifty cent pose. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so there, there was a point. Um, while watching this movie that I messaged Stephanie and I was like, you know, I was pretty sure that I had seen this movie and I was not correct. <laughs> um, and then there's another point and when we get to it, I'll bring it up mm-hmm. because I'm like, if what I think is happening is happening, I'm going to be very angry. <laughs> I was so ready. And, and I was like, I was like, my eyes like glazed over and just, Great. I was like, no, don't you fucking do this to me. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> but we'll, 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 we'll get, get to it. There. Yeah, we'll get to it. You know, there, there's a lot of plot on this, and this is oh, a yeah. five-pager. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Audition starts with a lonely widower, Shigeharu Aoyama. His son and friends want to see him happy again. And in Japanese culture, this requires a woman and not, oh, I don't know, therapy. Uh, <laughs> Because Japanese men are sexist bastards, and it's no wonder that they have a ne- have negative population growth. Uh, his buddy, seeing an opportunity for misled Poon, says, oh, hey, we can hold a fake audition to see if they want to date a young, vulnerable, wannabe actress because they're totally sane and not prone to violence in the least. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Be- because Japanese men are stupid, and it's no wonder that they have negative population growth. Um, enter Asami Yamazaki. A former ballerina and source of enchanting emotional depth to Shigeharu, who starts a whole bunch of weirdness when her resume turns out to be at least partially faked. But that's okay because it isn't. He doesn't need to actually hire her. He wants her to take his dead wife's place. But like, Shigeharu, she has you idiot! No, she doesn't have any personality. None. None. I don't know why he's so enchanted with her. But it's because well, she it's has because no personality. <laughs> It's because he... I mean, what else makes an ideal 1950s housewife other than someone with no ambitions? That's true. I will say, though, that the auditions themselves, Mm -hmm. as sexist as they are, as fucked up as the situation Mm -hmm. is, I fucking love it and cackle every time. Oh, no, they're hilarious. They're hilarious. Just like from the awkward to the 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 star search to the all of it. 
Yep. It's like that scene in Bring It On when right? the kids, when the chicks are auditioning for the cheerleading yeah. squad, and I'm like, <laughs> all, all of you are so special in my heart. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. But yeah, Shigeru's an idiot. First off, okay. Everyone in this movie is an idiot. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. For possibly the son. The son, yeah. He seems son. relatively stable. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. When we talk about this movie, we, there's a couple of things that we have to discuss it in terms of. One is misogyny. Mm-hmm. And the kind of, I, I really hate to say this, but it is really there. It, Japan has a very misogynist society. Um, base, it, It's... It's kind of equal. You know, men run the world and women run the home. Mm. You know, that's how that works there. Yeah. I mean, it's starting to, I feel like in in modern day, because this was 2001. 99. We're now in two, This is 99. This is 99? Yeah. Okay. So this is 99. So that was 20 years ago. I, I tend to think that in this day and age, I mean, it's still an issue, but I feel like they're making headway they in are. Japan. I would agree. They are. Yeah. Like, I feel like they are developing as quickly as they can mm-hmm. um, with the modern world. But th- there is definitely, a, I think in Asian culture as a whole, it's like they just have these two halves of the world. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you control your half. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the fact that, you know, that he they feel like he needs a wife is a little bit fucked. Um. But he is sad, and they just want him happy. And I don't understand why he's friends with the director guy because he seems like a slime ball. I mean, because overall, the 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 him as a whole doesn't seem too slimy or misogynistic. He seems misguided yeah. to me. Yeah, I he definitely was. Yeah. So, but then we've got the feminist portion of the movie that we have to address which is uh, uh, Aoyami mm-hmm. um, sorry not Aoyama Asami mm-hmm. I'm sorry Japanese names I'm so sorry um, you know where she as we learned through the course of the film kind of earned her crazy oh for sure you know because of how she was treated as a child and even into adulthood yeah um, you know so in Japan, where their their society is so very misogynistic as a whole, this was bringing out that fear that women, if given equality, would just turn the tables on everything and you know and hurt men in the course of that. So there is that that fear that is that is addressed here. So, yeah, I mean, and, and that's one of the biggest reasons that I appreciate this is because in Japanese cinema, this has never been touched. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the Lady Vengeance movies, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. They touch on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, a wronged woman is going to hurt you. But mm-hmm. um, this one just dove right in. Yeah. Dove right in. Yeah. So anyway, we do get a, uh, additional glimpses into Asami's life or what might loosely be called a life by anyone who is even remotely sane. A woman lives with a telephone in a sack. Uh, She has little other furnishings, and she spends four days literally sitting by the phone waiting for it to ring. When she does, the sack gets spooked. (laughs) (laughs) The sack gets spooked. Wait, what? 
what? The sack does not contain furniture, kids. It contains her pet. Yes. Her That's pet. how we're going to frame that. Yeah. Well. Well. How does he eat? I rest my case. It's uh, a pet. Yeah. And and it's how she kind of views women uh, as being scene. seen Sorry, in I Japan. Just, I just remember that's something har- that I like. That's the hardest part. Blocked yeah. out. Yeah. That that mm-hmm. is the hardest scene for me. Mm-hmm. Not the end. No. That scene. It's the eating. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how long it is. Yeah. Yes. It's it lasts forever. Oh, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's got to be like fifteen seconds. But it lasts forever. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. It feels like a movie within itself. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. It, yep. It's bad. <laughs> so. <clears throat> So, yeah. Um, and that that scene happens well into their relationship. It does. They've been on, I, I'm not saying that they are like totes in love, blah, blah, right. blah. But it they've been on, on dates. several dates. Yeah. Clearly there is something building. And so she's waiting for him to call her again. Mm-hmm. And he's taking a while because he has a life and things he's got to deal with. And, and several director. other women he's auditioning. Also, yes. yes. And so he's just... And this is, isn't that during the time when the director said, don't call her for a bit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You make her wait. Yeah. Sort of mm-hmm. thing. Oh, oh, you sweet September child. Mm. <laughs> no. Um, so after all of this, they get together at, at a motel and do the horizontal nasty, even though she's all, I was abused as a kid. And Shigahara goes, I love you, you pretty damaged flower. I will fix you because I am a Japanese man and you are a woman who cannot fend for herself. Uh, before they have sex, though, Asami demands a pledge of love for her and no one else. He agrees, but in the morning, Asami is nowhere to be found. Uh, do you get where this is going yet? This movie, <laughs> if you haven't seen I, it. I didn't see the, the, you said you were going to love only me. Yeah. Like, I didn't see that part coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the reason that she's like, no, you lied. Mm-hmm. Didn't see that coming. Mm. The rest of it, yes. Right, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so back to that resume thing. Uh, He finally gets a couple of hits. The first being a ballet instructor with two prosthetic legs who shares the name of Asami's abuser. Hmm. Hmm. And the second being a bar where she worked that was closed down after the dismemberment of the owner, the crime scene of which they found three fingers, excuse me, three extra fingers, an extra ear and an extra tongue. That still jiggles. Yeah. The word extra is important. It is. Extra extra is important. Is important. Oh, fuck me. This movie. (laughs) I love this movie so much. Um, Here's where Asami starts getting really weird. Uh, This is where she gets really weird. Not the bag. I mean, the bag. It it just builds. Okay. Asami breaks into Shigeharu's house and finds the picture of his dead wife. So she poisons his liquor decanter and hides. (laughs) Then in a flashback, we find out that her pet is a person that wasn't news really at all. Nope. uh, That is missing an ear, his tongue, both feet and three of his fingers. Surprise, surprise. Surprise. I wonder where those pieces went. And this is. We don't know where the feet are. We it's, don't know where the feet right, are. Right, and this isn't really a flashback as it is more of a dream sequence. Yeah, it the flashbacks are forth. very dreamy. Because he's in there. He right. He sees the dude. He sees that the dude is missing three fingers, you know, an ear, a tongue, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're, he's opening his mouth to... We'll get there. 
to to moan whatever and you can see the stitches when mm-hmm. his tongue was cut out mm-hmm. now mm, when he begs for food asami vomits into a bowl for him and he dives in with no qualms whatsoever a dog bowl a dog bowl because he's a dog a because he's dog a pet he's not yeah. a human right he's not a human <laughs> now do you want that piece of trivia I was talking about earlier? Fuck no, Hit me. because I don't. I don't. You're do, not gonna like I, it. I'm not good with vomit. You're not gonna. It's actually her vomit. She vomited into a bowl and it's fed okay. it to the actor. It's okay. because she's a method actress. It's okay. It's Banana okay. sandwiches. You need never, never <laughs> need to look see it again. True. You do need to never watch it again. It's fine. Um, but it is very good. Yeah. So just good. close your eyes, <laughs> so walk good. out. I'll just movie. I'll just skip over that scene. Right. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. She pukes into a bowl and feeds it to Dog Boy in a bag. Dog Boy in a bag. That sounds like a product from the eighties. Mm-hmm. We're sorry. We're just taking a moment to let that settle. Because mm-hmm. no, don't let it settle. Move on. Uh, move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, and this after after this is um, where I wonder who the hell is supplying the psychopaths with injectables, because where is she getting a paralytic that lets him still feel shit? Where? Where do anybody? Where do where I, do anybody get anything? The internet, I suppose. Well, the internet. Black I mean, market. black market. Yeah. I feel that she she is a very smart. She crazy is. person she is i'm sure that she has spent a lot of time researching mm-hmm. a lot of time hunting it down i mean we know yeah. that she manipulates men oh yeah, yeah. totally so. like dog boy may be you know like an ex-doctor or something right you know like we right. don't know we don't know no one knows and that's okay it's okay that no one knows we don't want to know Mm-mm. who no. is dog boy again are I, we going through that we did not oh, um, I can't remember who is Dog Boy, because they they, they mention they... it. Some some dude's missing. Shimada, maybe. Um, it, well, like in the storyline, there's like a dude that's the missing. The producer that's missing. Oh, or the director, Ken Mitsuishi. Director. I think so. But yeah, he's only listed as director. In yeah. The credits. So. Yeah. Because uh, clearly one early... of her. Early on, she's like, yeah, he takes care of me. And he's like, oh, so you're in a relationship. And she's like, no, I didn't mean to give you that impression. We've never met. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. oh, yeah. 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 That's why she's keeping him in bag. Mm-hmm. Because she's you know, using his credit cards and shit. Mm-hmm. And house. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Banana sandwiches. Banana sandwiches. <laughs> so. Uh. Uh, Ayama collapses from the drug in the booze. Asami additionally injects him with a paralytic agent in his tongue that leaves his nerves alert. And this is where, wait, no, we did that again. Puh, words. Tortures him with needles, acupuncture needles. Mm -hmm. All over his stomach. Oh, and then there's this thing that, that you lovingly sent me a message about. And in his eyelids. And then she tells him that just like everyone else in her life, he has failed to love only her. She cannot tolerate his feelings for anyone else, even his own son. 
Uh, she inserts needles into the skin below his eyes, saying, deeper. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Kitty, mm-hmm. kitty, kitty. Mm-hmm. Deeper, deeper, deeper. Continuously as she does so. So she then cuts off his left foot with a wire saw. With, with piano look, wire. That look on her face. Which is a thing. It is. Because yeah. of her ballet past and her molester and the piano mm-hmm. music while she practiced. Yep. Yep. Just this big old coil piece of piano wire on two pieces of piano that she uses for handles. And she just digs right and in. She is so happy. Hmm. I have. I, I would be. I would be remiss. I don't think I've ever seen such a look of delight in a movie. Right. She is so full of joy and just giddiness. She's Joker she's level crazy. Getting to do this yeah. right now. Yep. Just. Yep. Mm. Nope. You lied to me. La 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 la. She, she is the template for a lot of characters. She's the the adorable psycho. Yeah. Mm. The ador- uh, Like I know that um, Shana McGuire as Myra Grant tends to use that character a lot. Um, which is totally fun. I enjoy that character so much. And like, oh, I never know what you're going to do. I'll just keep my distance. But you're fun to watch from here. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I absolutely love that about her. So uh, Shigehiko re- returns home as Asami begins to cut off Aoyama's other foot uh, with the wire saw. Uh, one thing that we didn't mention during the whole dream sequence thing where he's getting into his drug stupor Um the whole sex with her thing, the blowjob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the beach was weird. The beach was weird because it was going through one of the other girls he slept with through the course of the yeah. auditions. Mm-hmm. It was going through his his son's girlfriend mm-hmm. and his, his ex wife. Uh, oh man, just nutty as hell. Mm-hmm. Nutty as hell. Yeah. 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 Um, Bye, podcast. Right. Um, <laughs> Asami sneaks up on Shigehiko with uh, Mace. As is that what that is? Yeah. It's just, just a spritzer. Like, he's just getting spritzed. Right. <laughs> right. I don't get At it. At one point, it sizzles. That's yeah. all we really know. Right. Okay. Okay. I don't think Edit Mace sizzles. Mm, it might sizzle. I don't know. It's. I've not been maced, so... I have, however, been tased. Mm. That's fun. I have a thing. anyway yeah she just like she 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 is like those the the fucking women in jc penny like you walk down the wrong aisle Mm -hmm. here you go spray yeah the department store perfume sampler girl yes Mm. Yes. and even but even her spritzing that shit and going after the sun everything she does Mm-hmm. is surgical oh, oh yeah. yeah everything she does especially in the last 20 minutes of this movie which is the reason to see this movie uh-huh. um everything about her attitude the way she moves her body everything is just like her gear her yeah. gear <laughs> just oh, surgical i kind of want that apron yeah it was great that apron's oh. fucking dope that's amazing yeah huh so, um, as she attacks the boy, Aoyama appears to suddenly wake up back in the hotel after he and Asami had sex, and his current ordeal seems to be only a nightmare. Aoyama propo- proposes marriage, and Asami as- accepts. As he falls back asleep in the hotel, though, he returns to the real world to find his son fighting Asami, who is, again, brandishing of that can of mace. Uh, Shigehiko kicks her downstairs, breaking her neck. Aoyama tells his son to call the police and stares at the dying Asami, who repeats that, uh, what she said on one of their dates about her excitement on seeing him again. 
with a uh, convulsing broken neck. Yes. <laughs> Twitch. Twitch. So the thing, the thing that I was really angry about was the dream. I thought yeah. it was going to be, oh, this whole thing was a nightmare. That would have and sucked I was, so hard. I would have been so angry. Like, I paused it and started like, messaging Stephanie like, I mm-hmm. swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, that happened to me on a movie I was excited about <laughs> recently. Right. At Nightmares. Yeah. I was real angry about it. <laughs> I, I mean, that has been gross since Dallas. Yeah. Uh, an entire fucking season. It was just a dream. Fuck you, Aaron Spelling. Fuck you in the ear. No. But your daughter Tori is amazing, and I love her. But it didn't happen in this. No, it did not. It did not. I I was glad. Yeah, and and I'm kind of glad there was no postscript to the movie. This kind of ended right there. Yeah. Yeah. I was so excited to meet you. The talking was creepy. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, it was so good. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And in Japanese even creepier that it, it frankly stop making English movies of fucking foreign films because part of what makes them creepy is the language. It's so poetic. It is. It just sounds, especially that, that monologue, yeah. it sounds so, so hopeful and young and just like birds singing. Yes. Right. And it's coming out of, a crazy bitch's mouth with a broken neck convulsing. Right. And you know that it isn't actually happening. No, yeah. it's, it's not. It's just a hallucination. Yeah, brought on by the drugs she gave him. Uh-huh. And, and the pain. And the pain. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just had a foot amputated. Yay. Although it was right there, they could put it back on. My my eyes are forced open by acupuncture needles, so I just have to stare at her. Mm-hmm. Because I can't move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, I'm paralyzed. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't want to blink, causing a needle to go directly across my cornea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I, the ice cream in this is just wonderful. <laughs> but we know Stephanie and her thing about needles and eyes. No, I tell you what, man. I can't handle needles. Can't right. do it. Can't mm-hmm. watch it. Mm-hmm. I can watch the fuck out of this. Because it is so... <laughs> Bat shit. Oh, it is damn. so bat shit. Just her straddled a paralyzed man in a black bloody apron mm-hmm. with big old fucking gloves on. It just delicately, just t- it, turning them, r- rubbing it like the world's smallest violin in her fingers. Mm-hmm. Just like kitty, 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 kitty. And just this is where this is, the skin is particularly sensitive. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Like, they did put on his eyes a layer of latex. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I think they did it on his waist too. But yes, just so that they didn't because she was using real acupuncture for needles. For sure. Yeah. But they didn't she didn't want to stab him in the eye. Yeah. So probably for the best. Yeah. 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 But yeah. And as good as this movie is, do you want to know how much it made? It's gonna be Not like nothing and it's gonna be depressing. Three hundred sixty thousand dollars globally. <laughs> Yeah. We need to get this shit back in theaters or something. Mika needs to be recognized for this. I'm sorry. So, well, it's done very do we how, well. Do we know how much it cost to make? I could not find that. I think it was like a $2 million budget. I, really? I shot would in say three weeks. that it's made itself, it's made its money back Eventually, since then, since then yeah. because of the cult status it got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then 
because yeah. Eli Roth promoted it, and mm. you know, th- people like that said, "No, you need to watch this movie." Yes. You know, Tarantino said, "Watch this movie," so people did. The first time I came, I became aware of this movie was, I don't know the year. I would say around like let's say two thousand three, two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Um, That's when I became aware of it. I did not yeah. see it, and it yeah. was when AMC was doing the AFI Top One Hundred Horror Movies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and it was. I forget where it lands on that list, but it's in the top five. Mm-hmm. And they showed what they could on AMC. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why have I never heard of this? Yeah. Yep. And that was when Netflix had discs, mm-hmm. little kids that are listening. Yeah. Um, back in the day, there was no <laughs> such thing as streaming. We had to get the discs in the mail. <laughs> and um, I got it and I went, holy Mother shit. I was not disturbed <laughs> on this level by another movie until a Serbian film. That's fair. Yeah. I, I mean, I am, I don't have a problem with needles at all, you know, except in certain circumstances. I do have a problem with things dealing with the eye. Yeah. So that was a little rough for me. But since it wasn't too terribly graphic, I was all right. But just everything, the look on her face, oh, the yeah. fact that he could not move and was paying attention to everything and had to. Yeah. And I remember the whole situation. I remember what made me go, I need to see this when I was watching the AMC thing. It's when she goes for the foot and she's she's happily like wrapping the wire and like, <laughs> getting ready. And right? then she lays her leg over his foot. Mm-hmm. And it's to so keep it like, in place. Yeah. And it's like a, like a kid or a toddler, like getting in place, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like. She's crazy. <laughs> I need to see this. Oh, I know. <laughs> and again, that look on her face. Yeah. It, it's very anime. It's mm-hmm. very, the 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 very calm, but utterly psych, psychotic mm-hmm. girl in some kind of teenage horror anime. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, but yeah, so again, we've, we've got these themes of fe- uh, feminism, feminism versus misogyny, where um, feminists, when Asami gets revenge for her life, Essentially, misogynist when Aoyama sets up a fucking audition for a wife all Weinstein like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've talked about the Onryo spirit mm-hmm. in the show before. Uh, Asami is the woman that would have become one. Yeah. She's the one who has been so wrong through she her. She didn't life. wait to die before fucking with people. Exactly. Though. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, because she was wronged in life, not death. Yeah. That's why. So, um, but Elvis Mitchell from New York Times stated that the film was. The the objectification of women in Japanese society and the mirror image horror of retribution it could create. Um, And Tom Mess reinforced that by saying, uh, by referencing the pets that she keeps, the the men in the bag. Um, So in terms of a little other trivia, uh, it does hold the record number of walkouts at the Rotterdam Film Festival. (laughs) And if you're disturbing Germans, you're doing a damn good job. Yeah, you are. Um. Also, originally, Mike wanted to end the movie at the start of Aoyama's torture, but the studio said, be a man and see it through to the end. In really? Those words. Huh. Yes. Be a man. I know. Damn. Uh, we've already gone through how the dog bowl of vomit is fucking real and gross. Uh, in the book, both feet were removed. In the movie, Mike didn't want to remove any, but he decided to split the difference. So he only got one foot removed. 
Uh, and then the Omega Project, which is the production company be- behind this and The Ring, mm-hmm. chose to adapt this novel specifically because it was horrific and had that female villain they wanted without being supernatural. Mm. Ah. Now, speaking of the, f- the supernatural, where did I put my phone? Um, this does actually bring something up to me in re- in regards to another type of Japanese spirit with, spirit or yokai. It's called the Jirogumo. It's the spider woman. You know, she uh, brings you, she seduces you. She brings you into this web, you know, and There's then, a lot of porn of that. There's a lot. Yeah. Of the spider There is a lot of spider There's also porn. a lot of porn of men eating women's vomit. There are. There is. Yeah. That's a Japanese I thing, refuse. man. Mm-hmm. I refuse to acknowledge or bring into my reality. <laughs> you can refuse to acknowledge man. it all you want, honey bun. They do. I will continue to. Good. Yeah, good. that's. I okay. mean, I I like to pretend they don't exist too. Yeah. But the, but the factual part of my brain is like, nope, nope. No. You know that now, and that's a thing you know. Yeah. <sighs> but now, th- honestly, this movie is a favorite. This is on my top ten list. You know, for all horror movies, it's incredible. Ever. It it is a stellar example of foreign horror, and we've we've watched quite a few. You know, anything by fucking. Uh, the erotic adventures of Frankenstein. What's it? Jess Franco. He can <laughs> die in a fire compared to this, but I love Jess Franco movies. Do not get me wrong. They're amazingly funny is what they are. But this audition is par excellence. Yes. Hot foreign horror movie. Um, if you want to introduce someone to J horror. Yeah. The ring, the grudge audition. Yeah. Those three right there. Boom. Um, Mike again is uh, a master at what he does. He in fact did two episodes of Masters of Horror, mm-hmm. he did one in both seasons. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the second one so much because it was murder on a boat. And I'm not, what are you going to do? But you know, imprint also dealt with another specific type of Japanese demon, which was the two faced woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I like that with audition. It seems that he kind of took that influence and melded it in, and nobody really saw it unless they were looking for it. Right. So I just aces, aces all around. Um, are, do you guys have anything else to say before ratings? No, I'll, fa- I'll say what I'm going to say for ratings. Yeah, cool. same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen Frito run. I was scared. She died. <laughs> oh, you little fat ass. What's the problem? What'd you do? Um, no, this movie is just fucking fantastic and it is disturbing and it is creepy as hell and while it's still in that same um stalker genre as uh fatal fatal attraction um single white female that sort of thing or the roommate or that piece of fucking trash we you know if we want to do a hate fuck of an episode that's going to be on it that'll do it oh we haven't had a hate fuck in a while but no, this this is just it fits so seamlessly in with those other American mm. films. And while you're watching this movie, other than some of the the mannerisms and the language, it feels like a Western film. It feels very much like a rom-com gone horribly wrong. Um, and I appreciate that. I absolutely love this film. I will always recommend it. It gets five out of five. Lengths of piano wire. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I mentioned earlier, I thought I had seen this movie. 
I was wrong. I don't know what movie I watched. Not important. <laughs> this was great. Um, I was, like I said, also ready to be really angry at the dream scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that didn't happen, everything was fine. I mean, nothing was fine. <laughs> but <laughs> but everything was fine. Um, nothing was fine in the movie. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie is just, it's, it's really good. This is definitely one of those movies that, um, for me, it made me forget that I was reading subtitles. Cool. Like, I just kind of sank into it. Um, and generally, I don't go for movies that I have to read the subtitles. I usually have subtitles on, like, 100% of the time, regardless. Right. Um, but it's not terribly often that I just kind of lose myself in the 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 dialogue in such a way that they're speaking an entirely different language that I don't know. And it's hard to explain because most people, um, at least most people in the U.S., uh, will only watch things in English, ignoring anime fans because I don't feel like dealing with that. No, we're not doing dub versus sub here. Thank um, you. But the, they they typically only watch movies in English, so it's it's very easy for them to just kind of sink into it. But mm-hmm. when you watch it in another language, it becomes different, and it's harder to sink into if you don't speak the language. And, and this is exactly what the director of Parasite was talking about at the Academy yeah. Awards. Mm-hmm. It's only an inch of text. Yeah, You can still watch everything else, and if you read fast enough, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, You get so much more... With the original language yes. and the oh, yeah. feelings that are portrayed with the or- original language that you you don't get with an English dub. Yeah. And not to mention his incredible jab at Trump not being able to read. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh. Um, yeah, this this movie was great. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't do well with vomit. Yeah. I don't know why. I, can I mean, deal it's with gross. Like an infinite other amount of gore and I'm totally fine. Mm-hmm. But you bring up vomit, and suddenly I'm like, Ugh. "Yep, <laughs> yep." I think that's I think that's a valid normal response. It is, it is a valid normal. To vomit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you're a parent, in which case you're just used to it. I don't know. But at least it's your child, right? That, like, like a, a person that you love. <laughs> true. It's like, okay, I gotta do this for you. Yeah. yeah. I hate doing it, but it's fine. Um, but yeah, just everything in this movie was creepy. I we didn't touch on the weird rods. And I wanted to know more about those, the rods that he burned oh, the with. Oh, the yeah, sticks of incense. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. Yeah, the sticks of incense. Yeah, we didn't go into exactly what kind of horrors uh, Asami. Asami. I, I did it again. Asami uh, experienced as a kid. Um, her mother abused her, um, like she would just stay in the dark and hide mm-hmm. during the day. You know, when her mother was home yep. or whatever. Um, and her dance teacher. For whatever reason, also the abused man in the her. Wheelchair. The man in the yeah. wheelchair, um, who it seems was her first victim. You know, um, but yeah, he would take two sticks of incense and burn her inner thigh with them. You know, and apparently just stared her gooch the whole time. Gross. I know. When she's like nine. Exactly. Which makes it way more. Gross. It's even yeah. more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. This. Uh, I've. I'm going to give this movie five out of five really, really, really gross um, 
prosthetic limbs. <laughs> because <laughs> because when that dude walks around, I'm like, what's what's oh, happening? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Why why did you make shoes that look like feet? Like right. who did this? <laughs> Audition is one of those movies that I like. I physically remember seeing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it it causes such a visceral reaction when you watch it that it's it's pretty um, powerful. Yeah. Uh, whether it be the bag, whether it be the torture at the end, whether it be the foot or the needles, like something. Something gets burned into you mm-hmm. that lives with you forever. And um, at the time, too, when I discovered this, I was still very much professionally dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was especially disturbed by the old man in the wheelchair. Yeah. And I was especially glad when she took piano wire and <laughs> sawed off his head. Yeah. We didn't discuss it. No, we didn't. But she, be, he's playing piano. Sure of the dream. Yeah, I'm not sure that that happened. I don't know, but it happened in it my happened mind. It happened on screen. It yeah, did. It did happen on screen, just maybe um, not in. Yeah. And uh, right. he's playing piano and she wraps the piano wire around his neck and he continues to play the piano through the cutting. So you're hearing the piano get a little more fucked up, <laughs> a little more fucked up, the more his head gets sewn off. Hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it, this movie is still very much a litmus test yeah. for friends of mine just to know where their their, their horror threshold is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if they ask me, I will show it to you. Um, I do not feel sorry if you're fucked up by it. You asked me, you asked me for a fucked up movie and I'm going to give one to you. And um, I would say it's the godfather of horror porn, of torture porn. Um, Core porn is a whole different thing. Yeah. Uh, torture porn. Um, I am not a fan of torture porn generally. Yeah. Um, because I feel like it is too much. I feel like it is overblown. I feel like it, a lot of the time there is not as much um, attention to the storytelling right. as it is to the special effects. The shock. The shock factor. Mm-hmm. With this movie, though, it is all about the story. Yeah. It is all about the story. And then the last 20 minutes is just the culmination of all the crazy. Yeah. And um, it's not overtly gory. Um, it's fucked up, but it's not mm. like she cuts his foot and like a gallon of blood hits her face. Right. Um, not like Tokyo Gore Police. Right. Not like Tokyo Gore Police or any, you know, like um, Hostel or Saw or any of that shit. See, and what you were saying about, you know, the, the whole torture porn thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like Eli Roth. Yeah. Because his movies are not great storytelling. They're, I, yeah. They're. They're just gore for the sake of gore. Right. So, uh, like when he did Clown, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, I I actually enjoyed Clown. I'm like, oh my god, there's something Eli Roth did. I, I really, really enjoyed Cabin Fever, and that's the last one I really, I really went Cabin for. Fever. 
I hated Cabin Fever until I saw that there were shemps in the cast. And then I got it. Okay. Explain Shemp. Um, Evil Dead. When um, they did Evil Dead, they shot that over the course of five years, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And there would be instances where they didn't have the actor available. Oh, okay. Um, So, like, Ted Raimi would – they'd – bug Ted Raimi to do it because, mm-hmm. you know, Sam's little brother right. or they, you know, would get a different friend to do it or what, or it would be one of them. It, you know, it would be like Bruce wearing the other guy's shoes or right. whatever. And so anybody who wasn't officially in the movie was called a shemp mm-hmm. and put into the cast list because they were huge three stooges fans. Okay. And shemp was the fourth stooge. Right. So And like kind of the forgotten stooge. Mm-hmm. So they called them shemps. And, um, I uh, went and saw Cabin Fever. I did. I remember this very clearly. It was, I was working at the AMC 25 in Times Square. Directly across the street, literally directly across the street is the Lowe's Theater. Mm-hmm. Lowe's always had the movies I wanted to fucking see. Right. AMC never fucking did. Right. So <laughs> I would go to Lowe's. I went to Lowe's to see Cabin Fever. And I watched the whole movie and I'm like, I hate this fucking movie. This is such a piece of shit. It's just a ripoff of this and that and the other thing. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the cast and there were shemps and I went, oh, this is a love letter. Mm -hmm. This isn't a ripoff. This is a love letter. And then I started to do research on Eli Roth and the story of him getting that movie made. Mm -hmm. And I went like. Ah, I see you, Eli Roth. And then, um, you know, then we got to Hostel, and I'm like, this is fucking, this is a joke right now. Right. I don't, mm-mm, no. Um, occasionally, I'll, I'll, I still follow him. Watch. I enjoyed The House with the Clock in Its Walls. That was That was cute. surprising that as was hell. That was a good one. Watch Hostel 2. I did see Hostel 2, and I, I did appreciate it. I did it. I, I just appreciated it because, you know, what happens to Roger Bart? Because he's kind of annoying. Yes. He also um, looked at me with, like, an evil eye while I was standing at the wrong door. Waiting yes. To get the young he tends to do that. I mm. saw him in a bakery one time in New York. And um, it was height of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. He had mm. just won his Tony. And I saw him and went, like, oh, like, nod. Just a little nod. And I got the death glare. And I went, mm. oh, Okay. Yes. Oh, you're one All of right. those people. Gotcha. Um, I'll put my head down then and not talk to you. Um, so it was fun to see his dick get ripped off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, Hostel 2 is a way better movie than Hostel. It is. Um, as a whole, though, I like that's why I always still give Eli Roth like a breath of allowance because of Cabin Fever. Um, I n- nothing after that, though, has really hit me like Cabin Fever did. Um, when you look at it in a new lens as being a love letter, it becomes a different vibe and a different movie altogether. I may have to look into that because I um, really do absolutely hate Cabin Fever and the remake. Well, I didn't see the remake. I don't give a shit. And He's Cabin not involved, so I don't give a fuck. And Cabin Fever 3. Did I watch the remake? Actually, I definitely no. watched 2 and 3. Cabin Fever 3 was the best of that series. Hmm. It was absolutely wonderful. I enjoyed it. I'll have to check it. But yeah, um, I'm not a fan of torture porn. Um... I do appreciate audition though because I don't consider it torture porn. I can mm-hmm. I can see where how it be, how it helped spring it. Yeah, but it's definitely not torture porn. Anyway, I've been babbling about this fucking <laughs> it's movie. <okay>. Um, <laughs> uh, 
you know, I, I, I love this movie. I'll watch anything Mike does because of this movie. And um, I give it uh, five out of five kitties. Oh, <laughs> kitties. oh yeah, we, we, we forgot to mention the beagle, didn't we? We did forget. We didn't really talk about the beagle. Um, poor thing. The poor baby. But at least we don't see it. See true. It. That's true. Um, you just see what is admittedly the single worst special effect in the whole yeah. film. Yes. Yeah, that was a bad special effect. Which is good. Because, yeah. like, the dog dies, but it, look at this. Look, Look at this, this horrible terrible thing. puppet yeah. thing. Right. It's yes. Fine. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Five out of five kitties. Um, for about three years after that, my two friends that I mentioned that watched Visitor Q and went like, no, no six <laughs> Um, We would literally just text each other, kitty, kitty, kitty. In the middle of the day for no reason. Just <laughs> oh. to fuck with each other. Just to fuck with each other. And that went on for like literally two, three years. You, you know it's not actually kitty, right? Yeah. It isn't. It's kitty. Yes, but Kiri. it sounds like kitty. Yeah. And so it's kitty to me. Right. There you go. <laughs> so sorry about that door, kids. Roommate had to go out. It's fine. So no, um, no this movie is absolutely wonderful. Uh, but... If you want to write us and tell us how wonderful you think Audition is, and, you know, if or if you want or to disagree if you hated us, it. or whatever, if you hate it, that's totally cool, too. Email us, uh, lay eggs in our brain, we don't care, Bob, at candycodedrazor.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash candycodedrazorblades. You can find us on the web at candycodedrazor.com. You can find us on Instagram at ccrb underscore podcast. Uh, you can find us at Patreon at patreon.com slash candycodedrazor. And don't go to the goddamn Twitter. I'm RC. Come talk with me in our Discord. Talk to me about J-Horror, because I eat that shit up. Even Katako vs. Sayaka. <laughs> total garbage. Thank you do that next. It's too much. I loved it. Like, loved until it until the very end, I was super on board with all of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, talk to me about J-Horror. I love that shit. Um, my name's Stephanie. Uh, check me out anywhere. Stephanie Hayslip or Night Pet with a Y instead of an I. And uh, yeah, um, chit-chat with me. I'll I'll chat with you. I don't have much going on. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, kids, bye. 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 Kitty, kitty, kitty. Kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs>